ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. But first to a more regular occurrence here at home, because more than 2,000 unionists, politicians and Labor Party members are set to converge on Brisbane this week for the first face-to-face ALP national conference in five years. Will there be genuine policy debate? Where, where do they happen these days? Or is it more likely to be a staged, managed talk fest where outcomes are predetermined by factional party apparatchiks? Well, to break it down for us is Paul Karp, Chief Political Correspondent for Guardian Australia, who'll be following the action closely. Paul, welcome. Good morning. What's changed since the last ALP National Conference, which was in 2018? I mean, you know, union allegiances, factional numbers, have they shifted under the surface? Well, the the ALP National Conference met in Adelaide in 2018. That was their last face-to-face meeting. There was a special platform conference in the in mid-pandemic, which was, you know, as we became used to, all done by Zoom, all remotely, and it didn't have quite the same, you know, zest about it that anything could happen at any any minute. Um, it, it, it seemed even more stage managed than normal because, um, you know, people weren't in the same room as each other necessarily. Uh, since then, I think, uh, since 2018, I think the big change uh, has been there's been a number of um, federal interventions into state branches, uh, particularly in Victoria, and that has uh, cut out some questionable memberships after allegations of branch stacking. Uh, so mm. the Victorian rights numbers are a bit down, and it's possible that at this conference um, we could see the left uh, get a majority on the national executive. Nice. When did that they, last they happen? Uh, I, I think in the I think maybe in the seventies, uh, mm. the, but the, they've got a workable majority on the floor of the national conference. So although they're not a majority, they've, they've got more than the right, and with you know some left leaning delegates in the middle uh, going with them, it's 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 a little bit more left wing than usual. And what kind of policy proposals are we expecting from Labor? Well, we know there is going to be a, a debate on uh, AUKUS, uh, so the nuclear submarine acquisition from the US, uh, although we're not expecting uh, there to be a big upset there, uh, just, you know, uh, some so, some dissent, but not enough to uh, embarrass uh, the, 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 the leader, Anthony Albanese. Um, we're expecting a, a push to end native forest logging from uh, a group called the Labor Environment Action Network. So they're going to try and um, toughen up the platform to rule out native forest logging. But really, it's uh, across the board. Every every area of government policy um, gets debated in different um, in different chapters uh, of of the platform in, in a bid to try and set the direction of the uh, of the parliamentary Labor Party, which is especially important now that they're back in government. Well, indeed. I mean, generally, it's a bit, if it's five years since the last one, do the progressive or the pragmatists usually pr- prevail at these events? Are you detecting any shift there? Well, I, I think it's funny uh, because Anthony Albanese is usually uh, one of the, the the main left antagonists at these at these conferences. I remember in Adelaide in 2018, there was a big battle about whether uh, Australia 
should sign up to the ICANN um, anti-nuclear treaty. And the pragmatists uh, won that uh, stash. Penny Wong and Richard Miles added a whole bunch of conditions to that um, so that it was, oh, yes, we'll join, but not not imminently. Um, but now Anthony Albanese, who's one of the chief antagonizers, is is is, is he's the leader. So, so he's he you know he he won't be there uh, causing causing troubles for the leader because he's 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 in the hot seat. Look, Andrew Lee, uh, uh, the junior minister, has um, said that he's very interesting. He's actually come out and said that factionalism is operating. Uh, they're less likely to broker ideological debates than to try to find a way of avoiding the. Deb- debate altogether, and that he actually thinks the collapse of the centre-left faction, which was strong in the 1980s under people like John Button, um, and the decline of non-factional parliamentarians means that you you just have deal-making re- replacing debate. Do you think that's fair? And I mean, it, that's sad, I think, if, if, if that is the case. Well, there is still debate, but it's within, um, within certain restrictions. So, the factions uh, meet ahead of time and um, they will determine their position. Uh, and then every morning before uh, the debates start, uh, a committee will determine, you know, who, who gets to speak and which uh, which platform amendments get how much time. So, uh, you know, the, 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 what you're seeing when they get up and give speeches criticising this or that or asking for this or that change in the platform, it is it is real debate, but it is very heavily managed, yes. and uh, you can say you know by doing doing the maths and knowing uh, what each of the major factions has decided beforehand how it's going to uh, shake out, how it's going to resolve. Look, the, can but, I just? Um, we did see Labor shifting their language definitely on the Palestinian territories, uh, the settlements in particular, with the federal government officially referring to Israel's settlements in the West Bank as illegal and the territories as occupied. Now, do you expect any further movement on this issue at the conference? Well, I, I think uh, one of the ways Labor's successfully managed these this internal uh, uh, dissent or, or, or pushing them to, to go further is to make these announcements ahead of time. So, yes, they've decided they're going to call, um, you know, the Palestinian occupied territories, they're, they're going to call uh, settlements illegal. In an, on another area of policy, Andrew Giles, the immigration minister, has announced an increase to the humanitarian intake, so the number of refugees Australia takes. And I think all of these uh, measures that we've seen in the last week to get ahead of what are going to be um, conference debates, but there, but there will still be there will still be a call to um, uh, recognise Palestine as a state. state. Which is what Gareth Evans wrote that big piece, Senator Gareth Evans, former Senator Gareth Evans wrote a big piece about a month and a half ago, which um, was expected to have quite an impact. But you don't think that'll get up? I'm, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not. I. I mean. I. I think they've always said that they support a two-state solution. It's just whether to, uh, whether to to have a unilateral recognition of of Palestine in the meantime. Um. And so it. I mean, are they more Im- or less important than they were in the past? These events, because they've certainly occupied a lot of um, media space and um, historian space in the past. I think they're very important, and I would point to the example of industrial relations reform, where um, employers, 
uh, were very concerned by changes that went through last year to allow multi-employer bargaining. So, you know, workers with different employers to all band together for, for the same pay deal. And people were arguing, oh, well, where was this? You know, why didn't you announce this before the election? Well, that was actually in the Labor national platform. And, you know, you could you could watch debates at successive conferences bid up uh, the ambition for what uh, Labor was going to do in office in, in terms of industrial relations. It was, it was very dry, you know, it might sound very dry stuff, but this is the platform that gets picked up and, and, and enacted mm. into policy when Labor is in government. So, people should have paid more attention to those, uh, to those debates back then to see uh, the, the trajectory of a future Labor government because Oof. it ended up becoming, uh, you know, law. Thank you for helping us pay attention. I appreciate your time. No worries. Paul Karp, the Chief Political Correspondent for Guardian Australia. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.